Welcome, everyone, to the Directed IRA podcast with Mark Kohler and Matt Sorensen. We are delighted to be with you today. And I want to let you know, you're listening to a top 5% podcast. Wow. As ranked by Buzzsprout. We just got the news yesterday. Oh, I was wondering if that was from Bill and Ted's basement uh, evening rating <laughs> schedule of some... <laughs> Uh, no, this is great. Buzzsprout. Wow. We're getting recognized. Well, yeah. thank you everybody yeah. for being here. Thanks for sharing the podcast yeah. with your friends, family, and business if, owners. If you and I'm felt excited. Like, oh, I'm worky. Why am I listening to this podcast? Hey, other people are too. <laughs> other people are too. Your pressure. You're not alone. <laughs> yeah. You're part of the cool kids. Um, okay. Well, our topic today is, is incredible. I really like this because it, yeah. unlocking people's old retirement accounts is so important. And I just think there's so many, we meet so many clients and I know what they're out there. Some of you listening, you've got an old IRA somewhere and you're like, man, I ain't doing anything. It's not worth chasing down or whatever's there. And it's there, it's there. I can't, okay, no, we are, this is your intervention. We are going to track down every red cent from your old jobs, your old IRAs, your old Roths, your old HSAs, your old Coverdales, and we got to put them to work. Yeah. Exactly. And that's why I love that. That's what I say. Putting your sleepy IRA and 401k money to work. As so many, there's $35 trillion in retirement accounts. And so many Americans have 5,000 over here, 50 grand over there, 100,000 over there that they just don't even care about. They know it's there, but they're just being lazy and they're not engaged on getting that money to work. So it becomes a bigger account. So you have a retirement you're looking forward to. So we want to go over that, how to use that money, take control of it. And we're going to get into some technical steps here because a lot of people say, okay, how do I access it? And it can be complicated and we're going to simplify it. But, but here's baseline, baseline, everybody. This show is all about you taking control of your retirement account. Last year, across the board, 18% loss in most ETFs and mutual funds. That was the average. It was ugly. It was carnage in 2022. Uh-huh. When you self-direct, and I'm not saying we're going to, you know, self-directing is always going to build out, build out Wall Street, beat out Wall Street or not. And I'm not saying Wall Street's bad. It's just, you want to diversify and you want to invest in what you know. So if you've got an old IRA with two or three grand and you got a brother-in-law that's a landscaper and he's like, I need a new lawnmower, loan him your IRA to go buy a new lawnmower and make 10% on a note. You can do that and, and get to work on it. That's cool. Um, simple as that. Simple, simple as, as that. that. And people are buying real estate. You know, it's funny. I talked to a client uh, recently who was like, had some just 50 grand laying around in a retirement account. And he was like, I know it was there. And he's like, I just want to do something fun with my money. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> well, you know, he, he put $50,000 into a mobile home park that some of his other friends were investing into. Cause he was like, he saw the returns, he saw the, the value in it, he saw the cash flow. And he's like, this 50 grand that's been over here in this mutual fund. In this old IRA that's been laying around, he's like, now I'm excited. He's like, I'm actually excited about this investment. He's all into the self-directing now. But it was just, some people just, they want to be engaged with their money and be engaged with it. There's like yeah. a lot of satisfaction to it and hopefully you get better returns. So yeah. and let me give it there's another- a lot. Of, oh, go ahead, man. I say, there's a lot about self-directing. So if you're like, you're new to this podcast, go back. We got a lot of episodes about what the heck we mean by self-directing and you know, buying real estate or making private money loans or investing in startups or private funds or apartment buildings, whatever. That's what you can do with a self-directed IRA. Um, but we're going to get into how you actually move that money. How do you actually get it over to an IRA account that you can invest in the stuff you care about? I love it. And one last kind of 
why. A lot of times we need the why and the feel that we're shooting mm-hmm. for here, or you're not going to pay attention. And so I want to just wet your whistle with just one more point. We do have some clients that just have five grand sitting in an IRA that they could loan to a friend or family member with a small business. We also bump into clients all the time that have got 50 or 500 grand from an old 401k that's getting the crap kicked out of it in mutual funds and ETFs. And they're like, I want to do something better. So don't feel like you've got too little and don't feel like, well, I've got too much to work with here. It's too valuable. People. It's all about your ROI. What is your return on investment? What could you do better? And one last example, I just had a phone call with an RV owner yesterday. Talked to Steve Anderson and Terry Cooper today that are running the RV Inspection Association down in um, Texas. And they've got old corporate employees that have a kind of decent-sized 401k. They're going down to Texas. They're setting up an entity. They're forming a solo 401k. They're rolling over a good chunk of their old 401k into their new 401k that they control and the checkbook with some custodial services we provide too. So they could invest in a variety of ways and they can take a loan from that 401k, that old 401k that got rolled out to an IRA. You can't borrow from an IRA for yourself, but you can borrow up to 50% or 50 grand in a 401k, but they don't have a 401k. They left their old employment. So if you got an old sleepy IRA or an old sleepy 401k, you can roll it into a new 401k. They're borrowing up to 50 grand, going back to school to become RV inspectors and RV repairmen and starting a business. And they're paying deductible business interest back to their own 401k. Just crazy. This happens every day. And so again, these little secrets, these little strategies of what we talk about on this show. So- we're going to go through three or four methods to unlock that money. So, Matt, you're you're the expert here. What What's the yeah. first door we're going to open here with a new lock? Let's talk about the easy one. Let's talk about your IRAs first, okay? You've got an IRA sitting around. It's at TD Ameritrade or Fidelity. Now, if you call up TD Ameritrade or Fidelity and you're like, hey, I want to buy real estate or I want to do a private loan to a small business with my IRA, they're going to be like, you can't do it. It's not because IRAs can't do it. It's because TD Ameritrade IRAs can't do it. Fidelity IRAs can't do it because they're broker dealers. And so they want to let you invest in what they sell, which is stocks, bonds, and mutual funds. So you just need to transfer the account. This is called a trustee to trustee transfer. And this is the easiest one. No tax. You got a traditional IRA. Yeah. No tax, no penalty. It just goes from one place. Let's say Fidelity over to our company directed IRA. If you want to do self-directing or whatever, it can be going to Merrill Lynch or Robinhood. Who cares? It's going to another IRA provider. This is called trustee to trustee transfer. You can do as many of, you can do a trustee to trustee transfer every day if you want it. No penalty, no tax. Okay. Now that's called the transfer. The same thing would be a Roth IRA, right? You have a Roth IRA, go over to a self-directed Roth IRA. You got a SEP IRA, go over to a self-directed SEP IRA. Yeah. You paused there and I was like, now you're going to tell us how to do it? And and you paused. So I'm going to tell you how to do it, people. Don't (laughs) listen to Matt. He's not going to tell you. No, I'm going to. So here's the reveal. The step you have, step one is you have to open an account where you want that transfer to go to. So if you say, well, I want to transfer it from TD Ameritrade to Merrill Lynch, you can't transfer to Merrill Lynch without having an account at Merrill Lynch. So you get online, a directed IRA, you can do it on your phone or your laptop tonight, and you can open up a new IRA or a new Roth and very nominal setup fees. You've got your Roth sitting here, your IRA sitting here with a new account number within 24 to 48 hours. Then step two 
you go to the trustee trustee transfer procedure. Now our office will help you do it. They'll help you fill out the paperwork yeah. or you can go yeah, fight it, it out. For with, you. Yeah. No, we'll go do it for you. You fill it out on our form and then we go get the money from Fidelity or TD Ameritrade and it comes over here. And so, and you're, you know, that sometimes that might take a week depending on the company where it's coming from because they don't like losing your money. Um, and one thing that's best in that process is you want to sell the cash, right? If you're going to move your money from being a mutual fund at your Fidelity IRA over to your directed IRA account that's self-directed that now you want to invest in a small business or buy real estate with, you know, you need to sell it to cash. Then they're, they're just going to transfer over that cash from Fidelity over to directed IRA. Now you have cash here. We're obviously going to use that to go make your investment to, with the small business or the real estate deal, whatever it may be. Okay. Now on that note, let's be clear. If you were back in my original example to transfer your account from TD Ameritrade to Merrill Lynch in a trustee to trustee transfer, most oftentimes you can keep the same stock you own. You don't have to go to cash because Merrill yeah. Lynch is like, we'll take your stock, whatever the hell's in your TD Ameritrade, just send it over. We do it better. That's going to be their mantra, right? But if you want to self-direct it, you're going to want it in cash anyway. You want to freaking <laughs> lick your wounds, sell this crap that beat you, the crap, you know, beat you up in 2022 and get it to cash do the trustee to trustee transfer, and then day four, whatever, um, you're ready to invest it. And this is where yep. our other podcasts come through. Do you form an LLC? Do you do a note? Do you do this? Do that? That's another podcast. But once the money is directed, a whole new world opens up to you. So whether yep. it's five grand, 50 grand, or 500 grand, that that's that option. Okay. What's yep. option two? Those, so those, remember, those are called transfers, and you can do as many as you want moving around. Option two, let's get into the 401ks, okay? Let's say you got that old employer 401k that's sitting around. Now, you can do what's called a direct rollover. What that means is old employer 401k, let's say it's at Vanguard, and you're like, all right, it's been invested in a target date fund and whatever. I want to get out of it or get a piece out of it to go self-direct, and I want to go invest in something I interested in. So I get my directed IRA account set up. Now you're going to do a direct rollover request. Now a direct rollover, we're going to follow the same steps Mark talked about with one difference. You still need to open the self-directed IRA account at directed IRA because you need an account to receive it. But then you're going to go to Vanguard in this example and you're going to say, hey, I need you to roll the money over to this IRA account. Now when it's moving from a 401k, you request it from the 401k place on their form. When you're moving with IRAs, the request goes to the new place you want the money to end up. It's a little, just a little backwards, but that's just how it works. So you're going to fill out the Vanguard form, say, send it to directed IRA. Here's my account information there. Our team will help get that for you. And then they're going to send it over. No tax. They code it as a distribution, but they code it as a distribution to an IRA. So it's not taxable, no penalty. But now you're over in an account where, again, you would have sold the cash. Also, so now you have cash over here at your direct IRA account, ready to go make the investment that you want. Now, what some of you might run into is, well, I had an old 401k at my old job, but they put it in an IRA format. You might discover that in the process. Yeah. And when you do, just fall back to option one, transfer to transfer, because that's easy. You're like, oh, you guys already put it in an IRA platform? Great. Yeah. Some of you may say, I've got an IRA from an old job but they still have it in a 401k platform. You might discover that. 
Don't get frustrated. Don't freak out. Go to option two. You're going to say, I need to do a rollover. And you're and dur- again, you're going to open the IRA at directed yeah. IRA first, and they'll help you. They'll tell you what to do. You, we got a chat line. We got phone call. We Our customer service is freaking amazing. But anyway, you're going to request that rollover. So you might come across something weird in this process. Don't let it slow you down. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes there's people in this process, like maybe you got a financial advisor. Oh, they're real helpful. Just some other company on their end who are like trying to throw roadblocks up because they don't want you to move your money because they're going to start losing fees. So just a little, little beware of that. That does happen, unfortunately, sometimes. Yeah. Um, all right. So now that rollover where you're talking where it's going directly from the 401k over to your IRA, you don't touch the money. That's called a direct rollover, not taxable. You get a 1099. But there's nothing on it. It basically that's that's taxable at least. It's going to be coded that this went to an IRA. So when you do your taxes, you put in that code, and it's not taxable income to you. All right. Now, now the next wanna... option is okay. Go ahead. I was say the next option is the dicey one. Oh, sixty day rollover. Ah, <laughs> oh, okay. I wanted to go four hundred one k to four hundred one k. We'll save that for the end. So you're you're saying okay. six, there's a sixty day rollover thing. How's that work? Yes, there's a sixty day rollover thing, which could be. 401k or IRA over to IRA. What that is, is you can get the money and they'll distribute the money directly to you, whether this is from an IRA or a 401k that you already have. They'll send you the check to distribution and you've got 60 days to redeposit it in an IRA or new 401k. Now, some people do that. We hate this one because people screw it up. They miss the deadline or they do too many of them. I just had a call on this this morning of a Mm. client who jacked it up and I'll explain what they did wrong. Here's the problem on this one. They're going to send you a 1099. You have to then show on your tax return or you report on your tax return. I redeposited this within 60 days. And the IRS has ways they can verify this because IRA providers have to send them evidence of what's called the 5498 that shows money moving around. So, um, but if you miss that 60 day window, it's taxable. You're, you're screwed. And, and now you're in a position where you got to report it on your taxes and it's a distribution and a penalty. So we don't love it. Also, you can only do one 60 day rollover every 12 months. I don't know why it's in the tax code. One 60 day rollover every 12 months. Why there was someone this morning did a 60 day rollover like six months ago and now tried to do another one. They already took the distribution from the other place. We're like, we can't book this in. You did a 60-day rollover with us six months ago. He's like, no, no, that was for 2022. This is my 2023 one. I was waiting. Oh. Nope. It's a 12-month window. Wow. Uh, every wow. year thing. This is why I love this. People, you may think, you may think, Matt and I know it all, and I appreciate that. I, a lot of people <laughs> give me compliments. Mark, you're so smart, whatever. This is another thing where I just love it. I will do our Main Street podcast, and once in a while, I share a reveal that Matt's like, I didn't know that. And then we do this yeah. Directed IRA every podcast. <laughs> every episode. <laughs> and then we do this episode, you know, the Directed IRA podcast. Please make sure you're listening to the two sister podcasts. They both work so well together. But that's a new one for me. I would have done that. I thought it was a calendar year. <laughs> every calendar year, you can do a 60-day rollover. This is and it a, would make sense. Yeah, the IRS code makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah, that is, yeah, let's say that why well, people always big, but that doesn't make sense. I, I know it's the tax code. <laughs> what were you expecting? 
it to make sense. <laughs> okay. Oh, um, so okay. yeah, so that's so that's just one reason why, and there's many more. I don't like the 60 day rollover. Yeah. Never move your money around doing a 60 day rollover. It's more of a pain in the butt on your taxes, and there are a couple of ways you could screw it up. Yeah, I love it. And here, here's the takeaway, everybody. If you're like, I haven't even heard of this. Here's the problem. If you call your current financial institution where your IRA might be buried, some order taker, some box you may check inadvertently, some broker dealer that wants to screw you over or doesn't care because you're taking your money away, they might suggest a distribution and say, oh, but you have 60 days to redeposit it. If you hear the word 60 day, if you hear the word distribution, if you hear any of those things, that's a rip, 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 red alert. Did you say, <laughs> stop? I want a trustee to trustee transfer. Oh, see, yeah. you, or you're a direct the rollover or a direct or rollover direct if it's a 401k. Rollover. So pretty you, much be like, I don't want to touch the money. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just like, don't let me, don't send the money to me. I'm moving this money to another IRA. Just send the money there. And if you do it that way and are always thinking that way, it's either going to be a direct rollover or trustee to trustee transfer. Okay. Just don't touch the money. Don't touch the money. All right. Don't touch this. Can't touch this. (laughs) Oh, it's can't touch this? Oh, man. I always screw up the MC hammer. Okay. Yeah. Now, I want to give you the maybe the last one. I don't know. But which is at least the next most common is you've got an old 401k or – you're currently working at a job where they've vested some of your money and will allow you to do a direct transfer out of your current 401k. Yeah. Sometimes rare, but you can call your H, you know, your HR at your current employer and go, can I tackle any of my 401k and transfer it out? A lot of times they'll let you transfer out at least your contributions, but not the company's match. Employer. The employer. Yeah. yeah. It's the employer contributions they let you do, which again is one of those examples of that doesn't make any sense. But that's the piece they'll let you transfer sometimes is employer contributions that are vesting. And that's called the in-service rollover. Okay. But you want to do it as a direct rollover again because if it's coming from a 401k, it's called a direct rollover, even if it's going to a new solo 401k. Like Mark brought up earlier, you're starting a small business. You get your new entity going. You got your solo 401k because you're a self-employed new business owner. You can have your own freaking 401k. And 401ks, your own 401k for your business – you can loan yourself up to 50 grand, like the example Mark gave. So you have a lot of small business owners that do that. Um, but even if you still have that day job, and like what Mark's talking about here, you can move money out that's vested employer contributions. It's not always automatic, but about there's this, I saw a survey that said 60% of plans allow for in-service rollovers, which is um only in the tax code, it allows for vested employer contributions. So look at that. Also, if you're over 59 and a half. And you've got a 401k and you're still working there, you can roll out the whole thing if you wanted. You, you're now free, even though you're still working there. But um, but the last thing I just note on this, and I just sorry, I'm going on a little run here, is let's say you're 45 and you've, you're working at that same 401k employer. You know, you're locked down on what you can roll out, with the exception of what Mark mentioned earlier. Is like sometimes you get that vested employer contribution you can roll out. Mm. Um that's usually your only hope if you're still working there. But 59 and a half or older working, you can move the whole thing out if you want. It's our only hope, Luke. It's Obi-Wan a, Kenobi, you're our only hope. You're our only hope. <laughs> Obi-Wan Kenobi, you're our only hope. 
<laughs> well, she was really pretty. Can you play that again? Hey, what happened? <laughs> Damn R2-D2. Anyway, a little throwback. Um, nice. But, you know, I'm, I'm a Star Wars buff. Now, I'm not a Mandalorian guy. I mean, I need You didn't like the, Mandalorian? I, well, I, I got to get into it. You know, my... I like Mandalorian. I I think I always watched the first season. Mm. I love Star Wars. Yeah. I mean, too, but I'm, I'm old school. I mean, I I love, you know, four, five and six. I want to be true to the, you know, the series that would be, I love four, five and six Mark Hamill, you know, but it's hard to sell me on all the others sometimes. Okay. Well, everybody, let's see, let's get those. Here, here's the action item I would recommend everybody take. Do an audit. Take a day, dedicate a afternoon, dedicate an evening or whatever, and go through all those old statements that might be sitting in your email, sitting in a drawer, sitting in a file, that mail that you throw away from whatever brokerage because you're just like, that's eh, a piece of crap. Pull them out. Create a spreadsheet. And what I love to do is a little personal financial statement. It's the new year build a little personal financial statement. I'm actually in the middle of building a new one for me for this year. It's a great time to reevaluate your goals for the year. Last week's episode was all about saving. Well, this is a good time to do a little audit and see what is languishing out there. Is there a lazy IRA or 401k or can I tap into a current 401k that it's a, my employer or whatever? Do an audit and find out what is really yours. It's it and then that's step 1. Then you, then we can start mm-hmm. talking. Where do we go from there? Yeah. Um, love it. I'll just say that your IRA and 401k money is this long-term saving strategy, right? This is your long-term wealth building strategy. So you have a retirement you're actually looking forward to. But because of this long-term nature, some people just check the box and forget about it. You cannot do that. If you check the box and forget about it, what do you think that retirement account is going to be at the end of the day? All the effort you put in and just letting it be invested in something you can't even remember what it is. No, get engaged. Pay attention to the returns. Look for ways you can do better. Take control of it. That's what self-directing is all about and letting you invest in stuff you actually know and care about and think you can make money at. So get engaged. Remember, you can access this money. So many Americans have these old IRAs and 401ks they're not even putting to work. So like Mark said, take an audit of what you have. Look for other ways you can invest it. And no. You can move accounts around. There's no penalties. There's no taxes due when you're moving most of this money around. It's available to you. It's your money. Get engaged. Um, And please listen to the rest of the podcast episodes where we talk about self-directing if you're new to the show. Um, It's all about helping you take control of your retirement. All right. Well, I'm going to throw this out. We have in the future, so that you can all be looking forward to this in June, um, we are going to be doing an Alternative Asset Investor Summit. And we want to try and uh, really provide at that summit. Maybe it's one to two days. We're gonna we're looking for our our um, outline and the sponsors and the and people we want to have come and just talk about options. So many of our clients are like, can you put together just a kind of a Warren Buffett Oklahoma round you know roundhouse you know where we can just look at everything out there that we can choose from. Just do a freaking roadshow of uh, investments. And uh, we're excited for that. So stay tuned on that and um, looking forward to giving you some more choices for how you can invest your money. Yeah. 
And make sure you're signed up for our newsletter. If you get over direct.ira.com, you can sign up for the newsletter there or on any of Mark or I's personal sites. You can sign up for the newsletter and you'll get updates on those events. And we'll be back next week with another amazing episode of the Directed IRA podcast, probably an open forum. If it's not next week, it'll be the week after. So um, get your questions submitted at directedira.com slash podcast. You can submit questions there for the show on any of your IRA, 401k, retirement account, investing topics. We'll hit them there next week on the Directed IRA Open Forum podcast. See you then. Thanks.